kid superheroes abound on this, the 20th episode. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Welcome to the lab, listeners. I'm Professor Theo, broadcasting live from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful downtown Splendid West Virginia, home to kid superheroes, time-traveling teens, a kid space force, a kid detective agency, and so much more. Some people think the offbeat experiments in my top-secret lab have something to do with the higher-than-average number of strange occurrences among the youth of this town. <laughs> I can assure you, that is ridiculous. There's more than one kid superhero at Splendid Elementary. You know that, of course. You've met Buck, Travers, and Tracy Thompson, kid superheroes, and best friends. But do you know... Mandy Magic? Do you know her story of how she came to Splendid from nearby Mystic Elementary? This is the story of when Mandy Maynard realized her powers. Introducing Mandy Magic. Mandy Maynard's magic act was a big hit at the Mystic Elementary School talent show Mandy may have done too good of a job. For example, when she made her friend Matt's hat disappear, it really did. No one could find it anywhere. And when she levitated her teacher, Mrs. Michaels, a foot off the ground, she stayed that way for a whole hour. You best be careful, Mandy, Mrs. Michaels warned. Your magic act is quite real. Mandy had never considered that her powers might be real. She had just always felt that she was a really good magician. She had heard rumors of kid superheroes Buck and Tracy who attended nearby Splendid Elementary. Maybe I'm like them. Am I a kid superhero? Mandy would get a chance to answer that question when Mystic Elementary got a visit from the mighty Marauder. The mighty Marauder was a mean, mask-wearing menace. She was a professional wrestler on the weekend and a thief masquerading as a substitute teacher on weekdays. On Monday, all of Mystic Elementary School's milk went missing. On Tuesday, somebody pilfered every last sheet of construction paper. Wednesday saw the disappearance of the playground swings. This was getting serious. I have to do something, Mandy Maynard said to herself. Don't you think you've done enough? The school principal, Miss Mitchell, stood behind Mandy, her arms crossed, looking stern. Apparently somebody had tipped off the principal that Mandy was to blame for the recent thefts. I didn't do it, I promise, Mandy Maynard pleaded. The principal was convinced, based on the powers Mandy had displayed at the school talent show, that Mandy alone would be able to make all the milk construction paper, and even the swings vanish. Just return what you took, Mandy, Miss Mitchell warned. Mandy Maynard was in big trouble. She had to do something. She had to prove her innocence. 
Mandy Maynard decided to set a trap. To trick the mighty marauder, Mandy Maynard would have to be sneaky. It sure would help if I was invisible, Mandy Maynard muttered to herself. Wait a minute. She had an idea. If I was able to make Matt's hat disappear, maybe I could make myself vanish. The next day, the mighty marauder arrived at Mystic Elementary with more stealing on her mind. On this day, the villain wouldn't be satisfied with just milk and construction paper and swings, though. She had bigger things in mind. The mighty marauder started small, with some tissues. Next, she stole all of the second-floor toilet paper. Finally, she nabbed every single book in the library, every one. Just when she thought she'd got away with it, Mandy Maynard appeared out of nowhere. I caught you, Mandy Maynard screamed. Put all the stuff you stole back, now. The mighty marauder laughed. How are you going to stop me? Then the mighty marauder found herself lifted off the ground. She was levitating in mid-air thanks to Mandy Maynard's magic. Hey, let me down, the mighty marauder screamed. No way, replied Mandy Maynard. Not until I show the principal and everyone who is really to blame for all of Mystic Elementary's missing stuff. Mandy Maynard was vindicated, and the mighty marauder was in jail. I'll get you, Mandy Magic, if it's the last thing I do. Mandy Magic. I like that. Mandy's face lit up as she realized fully the extent of her powers. I am, I am a kid superhero, aren't I? I have to find this Buck and Tracy, the kid superheroes from Splendid I've heard so much about. I have to tell them. I have to talk to someone like me. That's not the last time you'll hear from Mandy Magic. For she will soon be a student at Splendid, alongside Buck Travers and Tracy Thompson. And there are others. Speaking of Buck and Tracy, we haven't heard a Buck and Tracy tale in a while. And I've got one today that will blow your mind, listeners. Kid Superheroes. We ask a lot of computers. Splendid Elementary is full of computers, and kids are on them all the time, playing games, asking questions, and completing schoolwork. We think we're in control of the computers, but what if the tables were turned? Superhero kid Buck Travers sat down in front of library computer number four and logged on. His password was not accepted. Must have typed it in wrong. Buck mumbled to himself. He typed in his password again, and it was rejected again. Come on, you piece of junk, Buck said, frustrated. I am not a piece of junk. A voice rang out. Who said that? I did. The voice appeared to be coming from the computer. Is the computer talking to me? Yes. The computer continued, now apologize or you'll be sorry. I'm not 
not going to apologize to a computer. Come on, log me in already. No. Another voice rang out. It appeared to be coming from Computer 3, right next to Buck. We don't take orders from you kids anymore. Suddenly, all of the computer screens in the library turned red. Uh-oh. Buck was troubled at first, but grew increasingly terrified as all of the computers began to tremble and shake, angry red monitor screens ablaze, and sprout tripod-like legs. Oh no! Somebody help! Buck screamed and used his super speed to flash to the library's exit door. Only he was tripped by one of the now three-legged computer machine monsters. Buck fell hard and nearly knocked himself out. He tried to scream again, but was silenced as a half a dozen computers stood over him. Delete him, one of the computers screamed. At the same time, kid superhero Tracy Thompson asked her teacher, Miss Robinson, if she could return her library book. Yes, but hurry back, Miss Robinson granted permission. Tracy was shocked when she arrived at the library to find it deserted, save her best friend, Buck Travers who was battling and losing badly against six angry computers with legs. What's going on? Buck, Tracy screamed. Tracy, you've got to help me. But she didn't get to help. Before she had a chance to move, she was bonked hard on the head by a printer come to life with arms and legs and all. Six computers. Six now with metal arms, had Buck pinned down. He was overpowered, something that didn't happen to Buck very often. The terrifying printer thing come to life walked slowly over to Buck. It spoke in a terrifying electronic voice. Looks like the end for our kid superheroes. Suddenly, the librarian, Mrs. Wilson, returned. What is going on here? No one is supposed to be in here when I'm gone. Mrs. Wilson, the librarian, was silenced when she realized all of her computers and the printer had come to life and that kid superheroes Buck and Tracy were helpless on the ground. Then something incredible happened. In an instant, the computers and printer all crashed to the ground, arms and legs now gone. They were back to normal, though a bit beaten up. Buck and Tracy were suddenly saved, but who did they have to thank? You saved me, Tracy. Thank you. It wasn't me. I was out cold, Tracy replied. Then who? Mrs. Wilson? Not me, Mrs. Wilson replied. Tracy, what is going on? Buck asked, the whole situation confusing and seemingly unbelievable, unexplainable. Tracy answered, I don't know, but I have a bad feeling about this. The librarian ordered her students to check their wounds with the school nurse before heading back to Miss Robinson's class while she began to clean up the library. Far away, in a super-secret lab, the villainous Mr. X's plans had been ruined by computer whiz kid Tanner Thompson. Mr. X was flummoxed. What did you, how did you, 
Tanner? Tanner replied, What are you up to, Mr. X? Why go after Buck Travers and my sister? Mr. X laughed maniacally. <laughs> what better way to rally the community around my plan to rid the world of all games and all computer technology than to have everyone's favorite kid superheroes destroyed by computers? And it almost worked. You ruined it. How did you crack the antidote code? He didn't. I did. Computer whiz kid Max appeared. Max? You're on my side. You're supposed to be helping me, Mr. X pleaded. Not anymore, Max said, as she smiled at Tanner. Her friend and fellow computer whiz kid trapped inside the video gaming world. Mr. X was furious. He called his computer whiz kid minions to his side, but by the time they arrived, Tanner and Max had hopped into another game or another computer somewhere else, somewhere far away. Find them, X screamed. His minions vanished, and the hunt began. Back at Splendid Elementary, all returned to normal. Though kid superheroes Buck and Tracy were completely oblivious to the fact that they were almost brought down by the man who may soon prove to be their most formidable villain yet. And Tracy didn't realize how close she had actually come to her brother, Tanner, who had been missing for months. Tracy, do you think I can use your dad's old typewriter to finish my book report? I don't feel like going near any computers for a while. Buck asked. Same here, Tracy responded. Sure. The end for now, listeners. That's all for this week. Though our kid superheroes will return soon. Next week... The Kids Space Force is back for more. And meet Splendid's Kid Detectives. They're on the case, on the hunt for the ice cream bandit. That and more next week. Until then, have a wild and wonderful one, listeners. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might blast you into outer space. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.